Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life, the home edition. I am your host, Rich James, and I believe living a rich life is made up of six elements. Here at Living a Rich Life, we intend to inform, inspire, and remind each other of the importance of living a rich life through those six principles. Good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. What we like to do is join, have guests come in and share their lives. We'll dive into their lives, their talents, and they'll share that with us. Today, I have two phenomenal guests. My very first guest, uh, she is a content creator for One of One uh, Productions, co-founder of at next step underscore NY, she is the host of Unexpected Success. And on top of all that, she's an attorney, the one and only Joy Pratcher. How you doing, Joy? <laughs> hey, Rich, I'm great. So happy to, have to be on. Uh, thanks well, for thanks, having me. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. First and foremost, because I'm known for tearing up some names. <laughs> so did I, okay. pronounce your, did, I, <laughs> did I pronounce your first name? I mean, your last name right? You did a phenomenal job. Yes, Pratcher. Pratcher. Okay, okay. Excellent, excellent. So, you know, again, what we like to do in, in living a rich life, we like to have good, open, honest communication. Uh, we like things to be organic. And uh, right. we, we, we want you to share your talents because we're going to dive into, you know, all about joy and hopefully it inspires someone else so they can live a rich life based on some of those principles. And that's why we asked you to come on. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. This is this is awesome. Thanks so much for doing this, Rich. All right, good good deal. So first and foremost, tell us where you're from, and the names and offerings of your companies because you have like so many things going on. Tell us about that. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So I, uh, you know, so yeah, I'm from from Queens, New York. I am from um, an area called Far Rockaway, Queens. So which is a is a small peninsula off the coast of Long Island, actually, and. Uh, yeah, so I'm from Queens. I grew up kind of in a beach town. Um, parents who were very hardworking. We grew up, grew up in a pretty middle class uh, environment. Uh, and I, you know, did all the right things in terms of wanting to go to school and went to law school. And, you know, my parents are big advocates of higher education uh, and did that for a little while until I got kind of got like a, a I kind of get the entrepreneurial bug. <laughs> okay, okay, got 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 an itch. I know about that. Yeah, I got an itch. I got an itch. You know, and to be honest with you, I, I had a I worked when I was practicing law. I worked for a lot of serial entrepreneurs as well, and I believe that may have been where my bug may have started because I I was always involved with I always had bosses that were entrepreneurs, um, and so yeah, so I you know going through i mean it's, it's, it's a long stories right and i guess we'll get into it without giving that kind of a narrative but um i ended up you know wanting to try my hat at entrepreneurship based on what i had been exposed to okay okay so so tell us about some of the companies that that you're currently you know right <laughs> sorry it's okay yeah so, so my first company i started with uh two partners is next step staffing and we we basically, we provide uh, technical resources to our corporate clients. Um, started out with us just mainly doing web development and software engineers, but that 
eventually um, progressed into us staffing more audiovisual professionals for our um, our clients that give live shows. So you know that that's kind of been my main area of just providing audiovisual professionals for a live shows, and that's why I ended up meeting a lot of amazing, talented audiovisual people. Uh, and they, uh, I eventually started one of one productions with them. Okay. Uh, and we just thought, you know, they, I started a podcast and we thought it was so hard to find places to record. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, we just said, why don't we just start open our own? <laughs> and so that's what we did. Okay. <laughs> no longer had an issue with where we produce or where we, where we produce our podcast. We had a place and then we opened it up for, um, for the public and it offered a, a place for people to do their podcast with us as well. Okay. So, so. It, sound, it sounds like you, you, your story is somewhat similar to mine in terms of, again, you know, podcasts, we think strictly audio, some folks do, but in, in my case, right. you know, we do video and audio and uh, right. be, ex, be exposed radio, you know, of course, with the COVID-19, we kind of had to shut the station down. Right. So, yes, yes. Which is challenging. Right. (laughs) Which has been challenging. But I mean, but there's some highlights there. Right. So, I mean, how how have you. um, So I'm always used to interviewing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're you're not the first. You're not the first. (laughs) I guess. How have you, uh, you know, how have you been able to just kind of, uh, you know, find some lemonade in all of this? Uh, Well, I got to tell you, I got. Uh, an amazing staff, uh, amazing team, really. Um, my, my producer, Mani, assistant producer, Nate, um, the folks that do my research, you know, my, my marketing people. So I just got a really good team. I'm only as good as my team. Um, right. No, so. and, I, and I have really enjoyed, I mean, even just the prep and the way you guys have brought me up to speed on everything, you really do have an amazing team. Well, thank you. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm sure they appreciate it, too. Right. <laughs> yes. So I want to talk about uh, one-on-one productions, right? So again, yes. I don't know if you know, I'm a, I'm a native New Yorker, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that, Rich. Where are you from? Yes, I'm, I'm a native New Yorker from the Bronx. Marble Hill Projects. We moved oh, on up amazing. like the Jeffersons to, the, to Long Island. <laughs> yeah. So you went to Long Island first? Yes, yes. And then came, came down here. So started in, uh, in the Nassau County area, West Hempstead, Lakeview area. So I'm okay. not sure. So yeah, you know, it was a good experience. It was a good experience. Yeah, my so. mom went to Westbury High School. So my oh, mom okay. is, was raised in Westbury. So yeah, uh, no, I'm nice. very familiar with Long Island, Nassau County. And 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 you're not to kind of move things away from you, but your dad played right. for the Knicks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I was born, my dad, uh, my dad was, you know, he was a country boy, moved here when he was moved to New York when he was twelve, got really good in ball, right? And yeah, um, yeah. Ended up and that, that's my team. Yeah, the street ball sensation here in Queens, and uh, he ended up getting, you know, uh, drafted 11th pick in the 69 draft, and ended up playing for the Knicks. And it just so happened they won a championship that year. So yeah, yeah, I was, um, I, was I wasn't born, but uh, it's still yeah, I've been yeah, a Nick, yeah. I've, I've been a Knicks fan. I've been a Knicks fan for a long. Yeah, I got to tell you, Dolan makes it hard to be a Knicks fan right now, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so tell us. How long has uh, one one of one productions been been on uh, you know up and running? So yeah, we started the company in April of two of twenty eighteen. Uh, in terms of having a brick and mortar, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I started my podcast in twenty seventeen. It's, it's crazy to believe that it's been that long. 
but yeah, so we, you know, we opened up shop and, uh, you know, we focus primarily on podcasts, but that's kind of developed into more of just content creation. Okay. Uh, you know, we have uh, started producing some documentaries for some, some of our clients. We do, you know, sh- introductory business, like, for, you know, for small businesses that want to get highlight themselves more on social media, we do, we produce, you know, kind of these shorts for them but to okay. advertise their business. Uh, so we're kind of like a, a full-blown production shop at this point. Um, while podcasting is our main uh, offering, we are very much involved with content creation and, and trying to help entrepreneurs like small, you know, small companies get get the word out about their companies, about the businesses. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it, it seems to be that, that social media, I mean, is definitely the way to go given the, the current environment. It's a lot kind of happening. Yeah, for sure. The, the amount of opportunities there is, is, is tremendous. It's tremendous. Yes, for sure. So now what type of, you're a sports and entertainment lawyer? Yeah, I was mainly a, I started out just as a music attorney and uh, I worked with a lot of the Southern rappers. I worked with like uh, A-Ball and MJG. I worked with Too Short. I worked with uh, Gucci Man. I worked with, um, I mean, a a lot of the, a lot of the Southern rappers Uh, and worked worked with them, Slim Thug, Cool and Dre, a lot of those guys for, for a while. And then I stopped practicing for a couple of years. I went inside, I went corporate for a couple of years. When I stopped, when I left corporate, I went on and became an NBA sports agent. Okay. With mm. a company called Six Sports with uh with Jay Irving, um, Dr. Jay's son. Yeah. Uh, yep. And so it was, you know, it seemed like a nice kind of, you know, collective of of these NBA kids uh, coming together to start a sports agency. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nice. it was a good, it was it was a good time for for the time that it lasted. Uh, and then I, you know, I went off and pursued some other dreams in terms of family, uh, got married, had kids, and then I started the sports agency after that. So I've had many lives, which am I, you know, I'm not, I'm not that old, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's, it's okay. So, you know, I got to ask the question, all this, all, uh, can you play ball? Cause, cause I was I'm pretty nice. good myself. I'm nice. I'm nice. I'm nice. I'm nice. In my, okay. in my mind, Rich, in my mind, in my mind. I'm really, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can shoot. That's about it. Okay. Okay. I, I, Are I, you, I, can you, do you play? Um, well, I no longer play because I had two knee surgeries. So oh, wow. I, I kind of just lay back, but, um, you know, right. in, in my days I was, I was, I was pretty good on football and basketball and um yeah we we won the counties of long island went up to the states of new york uh so we you know we we played against oh, some of the awesome. best i yeah, love and, that and then boys that. you know like what boys and girls high um who yeah who's the other powerhouse um boys and girls high well we have a lot of them here we have boys and girls springfield yeah well yeah i mean in terms of basketball, schools, basketball. we have Price the king we have um I mean, well, I mean, who are the what other basketball schools? I'm blanking, but yeah, we during my time, we we beat those. We only lost one oh, time, and that was wow. That, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so we was pretty good. Okay, let them know. We, we, we was what pretty position, good. What position did you play? I, I played the guard. Okay. Um, point guard, shooting guard. I couldn't shoot that well though. But okay, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Good. Right. One 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 of the things that that um, my team dug up was that you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. Yes. So tell tell us about that. We, we, is that that? Tell you know, us about that. 
for, for uh, whether it's a good or a bad thing, I'm just not scared to start businesses, right? And so, um, you know, serial in that, you know, if if an idea, if someone comes to me with a, an idea and I I vet the idea, I open up a company. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not afraid to uh, to start new businesses if it makes good business sense, you know, and so. I find myself constantly being inspired and swayed in different directions um, that may not have anything to do with one another, right? So I may mm-hmm. have, so I just, so, so, so yeah, the term the serial entrepreneur means that I'm just, much, much to my husband's dismay, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just always willing to start something new, you know, okay. so. I'm so not so really that sounds scared. like that's a plus, right? I, I think that is, I mean, at the end of the day, you think, um, you know, multiple streams of income. You know, when I first started this, it was like, okay, I had a vision and right. um, things kind of fell into place. So, you know, now I, I make a couple of dollars, but, you know, I think yeah. doing something you enjoy is, is more important than just the, from the financials piece. But it, again, one of my principles yeah, is sure. fi- financial freedom, right? Right, right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of, sometimes it's hard to marry passion and uh, money. Right to be, right. and sometimes it's hard to, to marry the two. So, um, you saw, I mean, you have a company that that manages your passion, a company that manages your money. That's a good way to put it. That's a good. I like that. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Um, do Do you currently have any mentors? You know, I have. I have a few mentors. Um, I do have a few mentors. Uh, one of my mentors. Uh, passed away a, a couple of years ago, um, which was kind of traumatizing, but I, I find myself wanting to kind of live in his legacy. And as Reggie will say, Reggie will say Combat Jack for the, for the, the folks that are really into uh, podcasts, but he uh, was considered like the godfather of podcasts. <laughs> he was doing podcasting when I didn't understand what podcasting was. And, um, but he was like, you know, he constantly kind of, you know, guided me without necessarily guiding me for a very long time and so um, I find myself wanting to do content creation based on his legacy and wanting to do podcasting based on his legacy so I mean you know I have mentors here and there but I would say that he was may have, may have been one of the most influential okay now see for me um this whole I'm only a year and a half into this thing and I'm oh, still I'm so as they Yo, say bitch, <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> that's that's the plan that's the plan Right. So I'm I'm learning, right? They, the one thing I, I watch and, and I listen and um, just from e- even a host and media uh, events, hosting media events, those, you know, just kind of watching people. Again, I think uh, I have my, my own style, but um, yeah. it's the same. You got you to gotta learn your craft, right? If that's what you're going to do. So I'm, I'm still sure. learning some things. And um, I, di- I didn't know you had a podcast until my, my team came back and said, hey, did you know she has yeah. a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm you know, but it's a lot of that. work. It's it's a lot of work, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of those things where you don't realize how much work it goes into producing a podcast. And so, you know, keep going, yeah. Rich. You're doing a great job. Well, I appreciate that. I I, I appreciate. I'm trying. That. I'm I, you know, like I think that you've been doing it for a year and a half. I've been doing it for a little bit longer, but I think that you kind of have the ducks in, in a better role than mine. But um, you know, keep we we do what we do. We do the best job we can, right? And, and, and get, you're, you're doing a lovely job. By the way, thank you look you, you look very thank nice. You. you look very nice there. Thank you, thank uh, you. Trying to keep it together. 
Uh, well, which which leads me to my next question: How have you been keeping it together in in during this time um, with the, with the COVID nineteen and oh, you quarantine? Know, huh. Being up I north mean, is a little little. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're still we're still locked down. We're still locked down up here uh, in terms of like you know, so hair salons are still closed. Right? I mean, <laughs> um, you know, we we're we're trying to keep it together. But you know, the good news is that I just finished homeschooling yesterday. I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and homeschooling has been intense. So, mm-hmm. uh, happily, happily, I made it through that. But I mean, it's been an adjustment. To be candid, it's been a, a huge adjustment trying to manage work, manage kids, manage cooking, cleaning, doing things that I never, to be frank, I just never did. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, there's not millions yeah. watching. Just a, a right, couple right. of thousand. <laughs> Yeah, so you know it, it's been a challenge, but I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about I've, I've it's like kind of met my kids, you know, too. So you know, you don't realize how busy you are. You get a chance to actually spend some time with your children. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been it's been different, but it right. you know I, I I try to keep a positive mind in terms of uh, you know what's going on. I'm I'm built for this, right? That's right, they say right. I'm built for this. I'm built for this. So I'll figure it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I'm up north. That's that's what we do. That's one of the things that we right. do. Yeah, that's right, one of the things right, that right. we do. I mean, I, I got to say, during this time, it's uh, it's allowed me, myself, to, to plan a little better with some things. Um, but right. it, it did, you know, kind of slow down. And one of the things that I will say is it, it only took a, a, a pandemic, um, you know, <laughs> For folks to stop, you know, shut down stores, no going out, no concerts, no movie theater, and then right. turn around and, and you know the George Floyd incident and this most recent one, Shard Brooks. Uh, we're not going to get right. into that, you know, for the world to see, you know, and as a black woman and, and me being a black man. So, you know, it it, it it's it's a, a time, and I think nothing just happens for a reason. So I, I just kind of yeah. don't believe of that, you know. Yeah, no, I think you know. It, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. So I, I believe that all things do, you know, work together for our good in the long run. Although this has been a tough one, right? It's kind of like you, it's hard to not be angry. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, I think that great, you know, gratefulness always kind of a place to anchor if you let it. So yeah. I've been just trying to balance. <laughs> you're angry and you're like... Just right, trying to right. figure out which one you're going to choose on a daily basis, right? Anger or faith, anger or faith, gratefulness or you know, anger. So, um, anger. I think there's a lot. <laughs> I made up. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you, or or, or a combination of both, that you get the result you want, right? Um, exactly. But it's a challenge. You know, it's definitely a challenge. I don't think it's one straight line. It's it's, it's been a lot. So okay, well. Some way, somehow, you, you remain to be inspired. Tell yeah. me what inspires Joy Pratcher. Tell me. Tell us. Yeah, I mean, I, I love stories of triumph. Like, nothing makes me happier than to hear, you know, when I was younger, I used to just watch documentaries about people who made it, right? All I wanted to, all I wanted to hear was stories about people who made it for different reasons. And, you know, we all have our, our bag of, obstacles and things that we all get tired of the, of the comeback kid story. I never get tired of the one you never saw coming. I never get tired of those stories. Um, and as I got older, I, you know, I would never miss a 30 for 30. I love 30 for 30. Like, I love all those stories about how these kids were 
you know, had unfortunate circumstances, but they, they turned it around and, and became great. Um, yeah. So I never get tired of that. And so I'm inspired by telling to tell stories about triumph. And in the long run, I'd like to be able to highlight um, a, stories of just people who just didn't give up and just made it. I never, yeah, I, yeah. until I, until the day I die, Rich, until the day I die, I want to tell stories of triumph. <laughs> I, I, I know that's right. I know that's right. I, I, I'm a good storyteller. And, Are and, and you? Oh. I, I, I like to believe I am. I'm a good storyteller, you know. Yeah. So being able to to tell that story to to friends, to to colleagues, to to children, to family, you know, that's that's always a as a always a good thing, right? As as you move forward, yeah, for sure. Like, you know. So, what does your legacy look like? What what do you envision? What do you want to leave for your children? What's that legacy look like for George? Uh, you know, I, I think the, one of the biggest things is that I, I I gave myself, right? I gave myself to, well, I use my talent, right? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, using, utilizing your talents, not leaving anything on the table, not, you know, wasting any of your gifts, right? I think that's one of the biggest things. And and just being able, I, I love people, right? I love to engage with people and I want to, and I think that I have a pretty good rapport. So I want to utilize that gift to extent, like just tell people stories, essentially. I mean, my legacy is just wanting to give myself um, and give the world amazing stories of triumph. <laughs> I guess that's what I would love to do in the long run. But I mean, my, I, have two, I have two daughters. But just being, you know, a person of your word, being strong, um, never backing down. Um, don't, don't don't let fear you know don't let fear guide you let you know your faith guide you i mean all those kind of you know kind of coined phrases right. but i mean if there's anything that i can impart it's just yeah just, yeah fight for yourself you know fight yeah. for yourself go really hard i think one of the things so let, how can folks get in contact with you um Tell us some of your tags so we can get that out the way right quick, by the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my website is joypratcher.com. That's, that's just spelled straight out, joypratcher.com. My um, Instagram for my podcast is unexpected underscore success. I think underscore after that. Uh, my uh, production company is one of one productions. Uh, I think that's was was it one of one pro? I'm sorry, Richard. One one of <laughs> one productions. <laughs> you guys, look, you're a serial entrepreneur, so I, I mean, come on now. It's, it's I'm like, okay. which one? Right, right now, so my yeah, the website for the production company is one of one productions.com. The IG for one of one, I believe, is one of one pro. Uh, Next step staffing is our website is NS staff, so that's n s s t a f f dot com. Uh, and my personal IG is joy underscore underscore p underscore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as we are honest and open here, your, yes. your last one is joy underscore p underscore. I believe so. Yeah, I don't know what you just said. I don't know. I don't so, know. <laughs> it's okay. So, but so tell you. us, uh, what what uh, hidden talents do you have? You have any hidden talents? Ooh, hidden talent. Well, I don't know if I have hidden talents. I have. I mean, I'm a, I'm a tennis enthusiast, which I'm not sure if that's actually hidden. But I think that I talk about them a lot. Um, talent? No, I don't really have a lot of talent. But I just got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll keep it moving then. We'll 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 keep right, it right, moving. Right. 
any yeah. any any advice right so again it sounds like you've gotten motivated by entrepreneurs during your um, stint as a, a a corporate attorney any advice you would give um any up-and-coming entrepreneurs out there yeah i mean i would just say jump you know i think obviously finances are always an issue uh in terms of starting businesses but i think that uh you know, in life, I think if you look for reasons to not do something, you won't do them, right? Mm -hmm. I think you have to look for ways to just reasons to do it, right? And and financing should, I mean, while it's very important, uh, the same way you save for a bag or whatever you save for, you can save to start your business and just start, right? And it could just be something small initially. Mm -hmm. And as it takes fire, just put more energy and, you know, take some time just to foster the growth of the company right so if you have to wake up at 5 a.m to do that work before you go to work at your nine to five or because we're all at home right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, the perfect time. time just to just to start just to start trying to see whether or not your business works but i you know i think i was inspired to start my podcast not only because of my my mentor that passed away but also because i just saw so many people my age who hated their job, uh, brilliant people that hated their job, and, and life is just kind of passing them by, right? You just see people just doing the same thing, getting involved in the same routines, and these are brilliant people with amazing ideas that just sit on the idea, and right. it, 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 was, it drives me crazy, because I'm kind of like, I'll, how about I take your idea? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it and I'll get paid. And I'll get paid, right? Um, so I, I think the frustration is just seeing how many people don't um, are live fear based, right? Mm -hmm. So my my advice would be just, you know, when you when you have an idea, a lot of times the idea that you get is a divine idea. Like I don't believe in coincidence. I don't really believe in hunch. I believe that if you if an idea comes to you, the likelihood of it being divine is very high. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't you take the time to bet on yourself? You know, I just believe in just jumping, just going forward. And the worst thing that can happen is you fail. I mean, I failed a bunch of times. Right, <laughs> and I'm right. still here, right? I'm still here. So Still <laughs> standing, still standing. Yeah, I yeah. think that, you know, I, when you say, you know, things happen, again, I'm big on things happening organically, whatever that looks like, right. whatever that means to folks. Um, we've. So we probably crossed paths before, but it right. wasn't until, you know, just recent, recently, the whole uh, you and, and Sanjay who have been on, she's been on my show before. And um, yeah, she told me, she told me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got to tell you, I got the, the, the once she told me, and I think she was like maybe my fourth or fifth guest, um, because again, that fear factor, that's where I'm getting to. Um, right. There was folks telling me, Rich, you should be doing something in television, entertainment. You should be doing something for the longest. Um, my right. good friend, Derek Chase. But when she told me, she was like, I'm impressed because, you know, she was doing radio. For, for so yeah. Long. Yeah. No. She said, I'm, she said, I'm impressed. And after that, I'm not going to lie. My head got a little bigger. Good. It's already big, but it got a little bigger. <laughs> Hey, we um, we're in the big head club, Richard. So good, I have a big head too. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm glad. I, I didn't want to say it, George. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm just messing. I'm just messing. What was what was some of your biggest challenges? You know, as an attorney, just overall, as an attorney, as in starting the podcast. 
Yeah, yeah I the mean, other you know, well, first, I just want to say that I think that you're amazing. I think that you're great, and you know, you're great at this. And I'm happy that Sanjay inspires you to do it. You know, she's a pretty honest person, so if she didn't yes. believe it, then she wouldn't say it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Right, and and I, and I and I have to tell you that I'm very impressed with how organized and how great this is going, and so I I want to also piggyback on what Sanjay said to tell you that I think that this is exactly what you should be doing. Um, well, I, I appreciate like that. I appreciate that. So yeah, some of my biggest challenges. I mean, you know, I had different challenges throughout the course of my throughout the course of my life. It kind of just depends on which, you know, <laughs> which decade, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it you know, with with career and specifically being in entertainment, you know, um, you have the issue of not being taken seriously, right? I think mm. being a woman, um, you just not really taken seriously. So that was a huge challenge uh, for a portion of my life. Um, and then fear just fear in general, right? Just, just not really believing in yourself at times and kind of doubting yourself and doubting, doubting whether or not you'll be well received. Um, and then realizing that it doesn't matter how you're received. That's the right. point. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens like later, right? <laughs> right, right. Well, so, uh, let's, so let's take a step back um, with the entertainment, right? Because you still have, uh, uh, do I want to say, a toe in the water because you still get involved. You still... Yeah. Right, right. So you still have those those relationships here or there, whether it's old or even new ones. Do you feel right. that you still have? Is it still a challenge? Um, you know, because again, just some of the the things you hear in the news. Do you still have that problem now to this day, even after? Yeah, you, uh, you know, it's not so much. Not as much now, but even after I became an attorney, I think even even up to the point where I was do, I was doing sports agency, it was still an issue. But where you know people assume that you want to be a sports agent because you're trying to get married, or you're trying to get with one of the players, or you're trying, right. you know what I mean? You, Some foolishness. You can, yeah, you can't you can't just want to be my agent, right? So I think that I mean it's it's just it just kind of is what it is. What it's, you know, entertainment in general is pretty male dominated. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was working with hip hop artists, right? right? And not to generalize, but I mean, the lyrics kind of like. Speak for itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, okay. You know, you know, but I, you know, but at the same time, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change that about the business. I, um, I've had a lot of success with the business and I, I, I still love music. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, people are people, right? And so no, no, that, that, that hasn't right. changed. Right. Yeah, right. People are people are people. People, people are, are people. Music. What type of music do you like? Uh, I would say, I mean, I love Coltrane, John Coltrane. I'm, 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 I guess I like, I like jazz. I like okay. uh, Frank Sinatra. Okay. Uh, and then, I, you know, and then I'm, you know, I'm a versatile. I like person? all the, the Luther Vandross, Eddie oh, Pendergrass. Yes. You know, I'm, my parents woke me up every morning to um, some type of wonderful <laughs> nice sounds. Yeah, yeah. old school music so yeah no i'm i'm uh, definitely an old head when it comes to that some of the current music i like i like this girl snow allegra i like her mm -hmm. um but i don't i'll be honest yeah. with you i don't really know a lot of current music well, guess what you 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 you're not alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not alone you know, I, I get. Yeah, I get, I'm look, so happy, Rich. I, I get my son, me out. I, I said, "Hey, give me a send me a playlist." Then he sends me a playlist. <laughs> then I'm like, then I got to tell my son another message. Send me a playlist where I can understand what the hell they saying. <laughs> right. And, and then then he right. sends me a, 
right. Then he sends me a playlist of of uh, uh you know some stuff that he was listening to when he when you know when he was in the house because now he he right. going, he be out the house. I was like, okay, now now you got it because I you know, some right. of that stuff is just like okay, I, yeah, I, no, I can it, do without it. It's rough. I don't. I'm like, how do you even? Because back you know in our day, right? We used to be able to actually like I still know Biggie lyrics. I still know right. lyrics, and I. Yeah. How do you even know these lyrics? I don't even understand what these people are even saying. It's crazy. They, they use the force, Joy. They use the force. I know. <laughs> Jedi, Jedi mind trick. Rich, we sound old, dude. Yeah. Like, what happened to us, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, still I, would, I wouldn't trade it, though. I wouldn't trade it. I'm yeah, neither would, neither would I. Neither, nah. neither would I. Neither would I. <laughs> so when does your podcast air? Let's get that information out. When When is that? You know, to be honest with you, I, I'm sporadic now. Okay. I uh, I used to be on a schedule, a weekly schedule, and you know, with all the things going on, I just I didn't want it to, to lack authenticity, right? right so, right. you know, and occasionally we do um, live podcasts now because we're uh, clearly we're in the house, uh, right. and so whenever I get a really you know interesting guest, I'll invite them on, and you know, but it's I'm not really on a set schedule. Um, I hope to return to you know regular scheduled podcast but until then i think one of the biggest things about podcasts is not you know not letting it be too stressful i think it has to be organic authentic yeah yeah that's that that's i i agree because um you know and and my producer who put the show together puts all the shows together now especially virtual um it's it's really i you know i kind of took a little break and i i think i took a, a a a month month break Right. Good for you. Um, so that was right. about four four shows. And then came back and we came back strong. So like I said, it's it's all about the team, I, I think at, at the end of the day. And yeah. you do you can't take it too serious. Again, folks still want they still want to see and they ask you, Hey, well, Rich, what, what what's going on? You're still doing this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just fascinated by unexpected success. I, I like that. That's that's Thank you, thank you. That's, yeah, we're working definitely. on a lot of, I'm working on like a lot of new things, and um, you know, I'm 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 very busy working on new things for next step, and working on new things for uh, unexpected, and you know, just trying to figure out ways to pivot. I think pivoting is is one one of the most key things, and in, in, in being an entrepreneur is figuring out more additional revenue streams and figuring out ways that you can evolve and keep on moving, right? As right. opposed to just having one one service offering kind of increasing the service offerings in all our businesses and you know right that makes sense pivot rich we gotta pivot you you ain't lying one of the key things joy that i like to ask my guests um you know what does living a rich life mean to you now wow i'll give you a few minutes to think about that right what does living a rich life mean to you and i i've took a poll and I've asked younger folks, I've asked older folks, and the responses were dramatic, dramatically different with the younger folks versus the middle age and the, and the older ones. Um, right. Again, I mean, just being surrounded by love, to be honest with okay. you, like there's nothing that brings me more joy than, you know, hanging out with my family <laughs> and my, I know, joy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my family, playing cards, laughing as much as possible, you know, being surrounded by like laughter and joy. And like that to me is worth 
like all the riches in the world, right? right all the right. riches in the world. You saw how I did that. <laughs> yeah, I see you. You pretty. You pretty. You pretty good yourself. You pretty good right. yourself. Let, let me find out. So, okay, you know, and again, it it, it depends. It depends. Is there anything that you would like to share with, with the audience that's watching now, that's listening, that will listen to this later, that couldn't make it here today? Anything additional you want to share? Yeah, I mean, folks? you know, I, I would I would just want to part by saying always bet on yourself, believe mm. in yourself. Um, you know, those little hunches you get, sometimes it could just be, you know, the divine speaking to you as opposed to just being a hunch. Um, and I think that if you really believe in yourself and you bet on yourself, um, so many amazing things are in your future. So yeah. just bet on yourself. Those are my parting words. Nice, <laughs> nice. Bet on yourself. Well, guess what? I take that bet on you any and every day of the week. My okay? man. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> Thank right. you so much for I, having I, me. I look forward to uh, when this, you know, when, when you get out of quarantine, because Maryland yes. is open up. Slowly I'm so slowly. jealous. By the way, I'm so jealous that you guys are open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slowly but surely. I mean, you know, I, I think a pandemic couldn't stop us, but you know, slowly right. but surely, you know, things things are are moving along, and um, we're opening Great. up slowly, and, and it's, it's it's going pretty well. So, again, well, I'm wanna... looking forward to, to to actually seeing you on the other side of COVID. Uh, it yeah. will be. Some knee slapping and some laughing and some all those things. <laughs> We're finally Absolutely. able to hang out again, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So, yes. And, and we need to make sure you get a, a Living a Rich Life mug. I don't know if you can see yes. it. Has, it has all the oh, elements on there. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love it. So I love we'll, it. We'll be sure I love to, it. to get you one. We'll, we'll have my team reach out to your team <laughs> and we'll make it one big team. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't wait. All right. I can't wait to get my mug. All right, Mitch, All you've right. been amazing. Well, well, thank, well, thank you so you. much so, for having me. Absolutely. So there you have it. Joy Pratcher, one of one productions, one of her many entrepreneur ventures. So be sure to check her out. Be sure to follow her on IG. Um, and you're gonna have a good experience. I, I can tell you that just her energy alone commands, demands for you to reach out and, and connect and do some business with this uh, beautiful black woman. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon, Joy. Talk to you soon. Keep winning, keep winning, keep Absolutely. winning. Absolutely, you do the same. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Right. Nice, nice. So we we had Joy on and we, uh, we're gonna keep it going, y'all. We're gonna keep it going. Our, our next guest, she, she's pretty phenomenal as well. And, um, you know, she, she's recently been appointed to a new position and um, her energy is right. She always has a, a wonderful smile when you see her. Um, so we're gonna give her a few minutes and we're gonna have her join. And um, she's, she's an influencer. Ooh, excuse me. I got to get used to the being at home. And no, uh, I love it. I love it though. But again, uh, my next guest is uh, amazing. And um, we're going to get her on shortly. Um, so without further ado, we, we, let me introduce my next guest, phenomenal woman. Um, she has been recently named the president of downtown Baltimore, founder of, uh, 
Jibo or G R E I B O Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I be I tear that I tear some names up, Shalanda. Um, she is an influencer, a, a, a media maverick, an engineer, a game changer, philanthropist, and uh, more importantly, she's a beautiful, blessed Black woman, Miss Shalanda Stokes. How thank are you doing? You, thank you. Rich, I appreciate that intro and, and thank you for having me. All right. Well, well, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. First and foremost, I need you to tell the folks where you're from and uh, get us started with tell us where you're from. So I'm um, east side, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I have to do that. No, but from, from Baltimore, born and raised in Baltimore, um, I probably have gone to so many schools in Baltimore. Went to five different elementary schools mm. here. Like, like you know, like many transient um, family. My mom worked different jobs. Um, grew up extremely poor, though, Rich. And I, I don't know that a lot of people know the full sort of story around that. But my father and his his brothers were um, struggled with drugs. My father ended up dying from a heroin overdose, um, and so. You know, coming out was real um, in that. And so that part was tough. But if you're from Baltimore, none of the lower schools matter. College doesn't matter. You know, what matters here is high school. That's all that matters. (laughs) This this is what I hear as a native New Yorker. That's kind of what what I hear. Right. That's what matters. And so I went to the best high school. You know what I'm saying? So I won't let you say anything in the event that you didn't fully read the resume. But... (laughs) We do our homework here, living a rich life. So we we know exactly where you went, and you know you can share. I can share. It's okay. I'll share it. I'll share because I, you know, I represent the blue and orange. I went to Poly. Okay. And um, ended up loving, you know, loving that following an engineering path early on. Um, went to Morgan State University, graduated in electrical engineering. Stayed with blue and orange. Right. Stay with the blue and orange. Um, And and it was interesting because coming from my background, um, you know, just just in my family, on my mom's side, being the first to have, you know, gone to college and graduated from college, Mm -hmm. coming out of school with an engineering degree provided options. So when I came out, I had probably seven job offer so you know you couldn't tell me yeah, a no. thing right all my <laughs> family know. like we all riding together <laughs> no doubt um, no doubt at that point in time and so I mean it, it, it's just it's been an experience and the great thing about it is my family has been riding along you know the whole way for my yeah. mother it's like there is no is not in our vocabulary yes. you know she's like you can whatever you want to be whatever you want to do and so even though you know, we were poor. I didn't realize we were poor until, you know, you look back on back, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I did. I even watched her not eat at times, right? And I'm like, no, you have to be hungry. She, no, no, you know, but, you know, now you look back on it and you see just the sacrifices that parents make for their children. But, Absolutely. you know, it is what it is. And, and I, I appreciate, again, folks here, you know, living a rich life is about, and because it, it's not just about finances, but it's about sharing your story so that inspires others to say, hey, I, I can do this too, right? Because I, I can do this too. Because you come a long way, you know. Myself as well, you know. And, oh, absolutely! You doing it, girl? Has your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 real, and um, I appreciate you sharing sharing your story. And uh, we're gonna continue to get into because folks yeah. folks want to know. Folks got okay. questions, right? All right. So you know, first and foremost, you know, coming from Baltimore, 
um, you talk about some of your major challenges. But what I really want to know at this point in time, how did you get to this position of president of downtown Baltimore? Uh, downtown, so it's downtown partnership, partnership of Baltimore. Of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, and, so and that was the journey. Good. That was a journey. But I'm going to tell you, Rich, what I believe is that all of my life's experiences culminated into me having this job at this point in time, right? I think that um, where we are as a city with us having, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, the racial injustice um, pandemic on top of that pandemic, and just all of the things that are happening, I think that the leadership um, that's needed in an organization like this that solves all of the needs of downtown re requires exactly what I had. And so to get to your question around how, you know, how did I get here? You know, I've studied engineering. And so people are like, you know, you were an engineer. How are you, you know, in that piece? I studied engineering. And when I left college, I talked about having those seven job offers. Hewlett Packard at that time was hiring. And what they were looking for is they were looking for engineers, they said, with pizzazz. And the thought was that if you were an engineer, and that's really just about problem solving. People always mm -hmm. talk about, no matter, you know, no matter what it is, it's it's about, you know, having givens in terms of formulas, laying in all of the, you know, variables and coming out with some solution that's going right. to work for all. And you can apply that to any area. And their thought was if I took engineers who had that capacity that, you know, we could train and develop in certain ways, they had a little something that we could nurture the thought is they could help us move our products better. And at that point in time, companies were really into developing people, right? And so I had to take articulation classes. My daughter's like, what? You had, and so there were words, I mean, you know, Baltimore, we have words, right? right? And so there were words <laughs> like, like orange instead of orange <laughs> that I said, and um, people instead of people. You right. know, it's, it's certain words that we, that were nuances that HP is a brand said, if you're going to represent the brand, then, you have to represent the brand, but it was articulation, it was negotiations, it was all of these things that I think helped prepare me more, right, for that piece. So I worked for Hewlett Packard for a number of years, ended up unfortunately getting into a place at that company where I felt like I had, um, you know, what they call like the golden handcuffs uh -huh. in the sense that, right. you know, race for us has been a, a player. At that point, I'm at HP, I'm 20 some, young 20 something. My client at that point is the office of the Secretary of Defense. And so I'm selling to older people who didn't look like me, who, right. you know what I mean, all of that. But I was still making my quota. And I remember this one sort of transitional moment when I'm the only person on my team at that time making quota. I'm happy. And I get a call from my manager who tells me he's at the airport with some of my other team members. They were going to, they were going to this, you know, training or something. He figured I wouldn't want to go. I could stay back and man the phone. And literally, this is, you know, I'm an engineer. Wow. I am, you know, and so all of that for me would just, you know, you said, wow, that's how I'm sitting here. I'm on the phone like, you can't be serious. And at that point, I've been, been at HP for five years. I'm company car, had, you know, all of these things. Right, all these yeah, right. yeah. But ended up getting, at that point in time, headhunters were calling. And, and I ended up at that moment, you know, sort of transitioned and went and worked somewhere else that brought me back here to Baltimore. Because at that, with HP, I was in Cupertino, I was in mm -hmm. um, Montgomery County, you know, just different places. Right. And so it brought me back here. 
and I and I love here. Like home is is home, and so I worked with the company Mycom Mid Atlantic for a while, and then um, that company was bought out, and my business partner um, and my husband at that time were starting Graybo, and they and you know we cracked up because they said they were um, operating it almost like it was a fraternity. Right. You know, they would start working at two in the afternoon and, go, you know, and all of these kinds of things. And so I was like, maybe I could lend some of the corporate expertise. Right. And so we literally got one, our first client. And, and when we won that one, the client was like, how much? And we all looking at each other. How much? What do you mean? Like, you know, you actually asked us that. And we stepped out. They asked me, what would it take for me to stay at Graybo, not go back into corporate America and us to really work on building? that thing. And we gave the client that number. And, right. and, you know, part, part of my HP training was when somebody asks you a number, you have to give them a number that makes you want to just bust out laughing inside. And right, we said right. that number and they say, yes. And so we, you know, and, you know, Grabo <laughs> was, was on at that point and we're almost 20 years later. Right. Uh-huh. And so throughout that time, I think the growth happened from getting on boards, right. Service, expanding the circles. Cause that's what a lot of it is about. going into, I'm meeting different people. I'm serving on boards. I went through a program called the leadership, which was transformational. It's one of those programs where, um, you have 60, 50 or 60 people from around the region that are leaders. So in my Mm -hmm. class, it's the, you know, president of M&T bank who's still there. It's, you know, BGE, it's all of those leadership team members. And you go through a year long intensive program riding around with the police, staying in shelters, um, you know, doing all of these things so that you get developed empathy, right, around leadership and experience to really see certain things. Hands-on. Hands-on. But also in that class was the person who at that point was running Downtown Partnership, who was Kirby Fowler. Came out, I ended up then getting on the board, loved the organization for a number of years. Um, Just last fall, I became the chair of the Downtown Partnership board. And then COVID happened, right? Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle of Kirby. Now he's gone over to lead at the Baltimore Zoo. And so we were hiring for this position. And um, COVID happened. We didn't have anybody selected at that point in time. So I stepped in to serve as interim in that point in time. And then after 25, six, seven hours of interviewing, because they had a very intensive process, I ended up coming out and now I'm the president. And so, wow. <laughs> well, first, a long story to talk about that's how I got here. I, I, I'll drink to that. Okay. <laughs> Nothing in here but water. We, but we got to make sure we get you uh, a, a living a rich life. I need, I need that. I, 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 I want absolutely. You. I value it. I will sit it right here in my office somewhere. Ex- excellent. Excellent. That's, that's, that's great. So, I, I mean, I love, again, that story. Hopefully those that are watching, um, are inspired by it because again, every interview I have, it, it and I reach out because again, I, I've seen you out and about, minus the COVID, right, um, right. But it's it's always a good time because your energy is always good. So I, I do want to say congratulations on, on this new position and uh, uh, downtown Baltimore is in good hands. Now, I'm excited. I'm excited. We have we have some tough times ahead. As a yeah. city, I mean, as a country, we have some tough times ahead. But what I'm inspired by is everybody coming together to do their part. I mean, just mm-hmm. think about how we look with the with the protests right. that were happening, right? And part of what we recognize, you talk about downtown Baltimore, people are going to come downtown because that's where you have a voice and it offers right. a platform and you want to make sure that can happen. 
um, in here, but you have residents, you have businesses, you have protesters, everybody coming together. And, you know, we, we survived. The police showed restraint. Right. You know, the, the protesters, civility in there, the business owners support. And so that combination of everything that happened is the winning formula we need to move forward. Yeah. What I like to say is win-win. That's, that's what I like to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let me ask you a sort of a, a fun question. If you, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and how would you use it as president of downtown Baltimore? Well, that's a good one. If I had a superpower... I would like to see into the future Uh, and I would use it so that I could stop bad things from happening. Okay. And so that I could allow good things to happen and prepare for us to be even better. Nice. Okay. That sounds like an honest answer, you know, and sincere. Cause I, I got, are you I offering think, superpowers? Cause I, <laughs> you, have, you have something. Are you going to uh, say, look under your chair? No, <laughs> i tell you what, what, <laughs> what I have right here. No, but I, I, again, you know, I think for those that's watching and listening um, now or uh, going to be watching and listening later, um, it's sincere. You know what I mean? And again, I, I like for this thing to be or, organic and I can hear, you can always hear in someone's tone when they respond. That's, 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 Again, just being a little older right. and wiser in, in my life, you can tell when something is just a, a genuine versus some some made up, you know. Right. Some no, it's, it's, I mean so. it from the I mean it from the heart. I'm gonna tell you, Rich, this at this time in my life, and I feel like like you, I mean, I've I've lived uh, it's so crazy for me to say I'm almost fifty years old, which is just amazing to me. Well, you know, you know just, black don't crack that. <laughs> I got you. In, I got you in thirty. I got you in thirties. Um, yeah, right. But <laughs> but the thing that it's so amazing to me at this point in my life, I feel like all of those pieces are coming together. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm at a place that it's the, you know that to whom much is given, much is required. I Absolutely. feel like I'm at the place that I'm supposed to open doors, that I'm supposed to have a voice, and I'm supposed to do all of those things because I, you know, I've been. You talk about a rich life. I've been blessed in many ways, and it's not not about the money. It's right. it's health, it's family, it's experience, it's all of those things. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, I recently made a post myself that said, um, "I'm I'm I'm happy with my life. Um, I am happy with my life at this point more than I have ever been." Yeah. And um, again, it's not about money, but it's mm-hmm. about you know being. You know, because I had a little, I could tell you the whole story of how I got to this place, but um, I'll share that for another time. Okay. okay. But it's, it's, it's really, again, we all have a story and kind of just moving along. It's just like, wow, this, this is good. Yeah. And I, I see you doing things, you know, because yeah. I'm always watching. I know you are. You're everywhere. I see you. And you've had some amazing guests. I mean, people were responding. And so I'm just honored to be included in the number. Yeah. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Tell us how folks can can follow you, can follow Downtown Partnership of Baltimore. Can you share that information? Yeah, absolutely. And so for um, me personally, um, I tried to keep it simple. And so everything is Shalonda Stokes, all social handles. Yep, it makes it easy. (laughs) Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Shalonda Stokes. Um, for our, for downtown partnership, it's a little bit co- more complicated, but most of the handles you can find from our website, which is go downtown Baltimore.com. And then, you know, there are different handles for each of the social media channels gotcha. that are on there. 
Okay, okay. So folks that's watching and listening, be sure to tune in. Um, we're gonna we're gonna ask the question because some I, I had a couple of folks DM me that okay. they wanted to ask some some questions. Uh oh, I only want easy questions. <laughs> only oh, easy. Well, these 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 are easy. I think I don't know. I'm not the president, but um, what's in store? What is there anything that you could uh, share in terms of what's in store? Um, with downtown partnership of Baltimore, I guess what's some projects that are coming? Yeah. No, no, no. I think I think I thank you for that. I think a couple a couple things. So um, our biggest challenge right now at downtown partnership and any entity is we're responsible for you know the area, the businesses, the residents that are down here. It's trying mm -hmm. to figure out how we keep downtown vibrant right, right now, right? So people have been home. You know, most people, if they're doing these Zoom calls, so they're wearing pajamas at the bottom, haven't put on real <laughs> pants in a minute, have not gotten in their cars to drive anywhere. And so, you know, my job is to give you and people a reason to come downtown, right? And so one of the ways that we know that happens is with giving people experiences and events and amenities. And, you know, of course, there's the safety factor, not only safety from crime, but safety from COVID with all of that. And so some of the things that we're talking about doing is, is creating those types of experiences. We know that, you know, with Juneteenth and the resurgence of, you know, everything that's surrounding Black and supporting Black, we want to make sure that we are highlighting those businesses and creating expense, events and experiences for people to engage with our minority businesses, our Black businesses in that, right? And so you'll see the series that we're announcing around that. Okay. Um, we have created a number of programs to help our restaurant community, um, Curbside Baltimore, where we purchased from a lot of the restaurants gift cards pre-purchased so that we could help the restaurants with an infusion of cash. And then on the flip side, when people buy them, we'll add $10 to each of those gift cards to provide a little extra incentive to make the purchases to kind of keep things flowing. Right. And then some other things that we want to create are there's this thing that, you know, we're trying to follow how do we create some photo oppable things that make you want to come outside and come downtown and experience them? There are these things called laneways in other, well, it's only saw it in Vancouver right now, but where you take, you know, alleys and alleyways and, and convert them into works of art, similar to think about graffiti alley, but totally programmed, curated from an art perspective to where you can engage some of the laneways they have in, um, Vancouver even have like a basketball court or stuff. But mm -hmm. just think about the transformation and how we can bring our city into a place where there's this liveliness. Think of places that you saw, like if you've gone to um, Slutty Vegan in Atlanta and you okay. see how the line goes around the corner and stuff like that. The thought right. is how do we bring places like that here? Or we have some places like here that already exist. How do we make sure we're bringing enough visibility to it? And so stay tuned. You will nice. want to be downtown. You will want to live here, work here, visit here, all of those things. Exactly. So yeah, you, you heard it first from the newly appointed president, President Shalanda yes. Stokes. Um, okay. And you talk about art. So I, I just really went right quick. So uh, uh -oh, I got this. Who did that? Um, her name is Faith. And um, she is an amazing artist, right? So I love it. You talk about things going well. Um, I love you know, it. I, I that is beautiful. I, I need one of those. And and, and I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. But I wanted to share that. You mentioned art. She's very talented. And um, all we need is a picture. And we'll make sure she gets 
get 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 you going. And I think that'll look. Good I love that. Too. I'm gonna tell you, and this is, I mean, one of the things that we've been doing, even with artists, and another thing. So please connect us with Faith and some others, because we're trying to even with like the plywood that's down here on the buildings, we started painting that so that we could bring some life into downtown. Mm -hmm. You know, the next phase of it, we want to engage real artists, right? right? So that it's, you know, it's real artwork with that. Right. But it is a number of projects with artists. We've even started for some of the awards that we give, instead of giving traditional awards, giving out artwork, because it's helping, you know, our artist community, but it's also those things that just have a lasting impression on your right. art. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Um, another question, which I thought was kind of crazy. Okay. <laughs> now we had, we just had an election and we mm -hmm. have a new mayor now. <laughs> uh, yeah. someone, someone asked, do you have any political aspirations? Nah, <laughs> nah. I, what I'm excited about with our political election, just think about it. We have, during the time that we had this whole social injustice happening around the injustice to a black man, we have a black mayor. A black, a black male mayor, a black male city council president, and a black male controller. Mm -hmm. So just think about what that, the statement that that does overall. And so I'm interested in supporting them through helping our city grow. That's absolutely, the extent. Absolutely, absolutely. So Baltimore, all right, so Baltimore, I've come to realize there's a lot of foodies out there. Oh my God, yes. Are you a, are you a foodie? Not a foodie. I enjoy it, but yeah. I'm also trying to balance. I told you my age, so I'm, I got to balance it with trying to maintain. Right. <laughs> you know, so I can't be the True. type of foodie I'd like to be. Right, right. Well, no, I know. But I, I, trust me, I understand. I, I'm allergic <laughs> to seafood, which, you what? know, yes, I can't eat shellfish. So, oh my God. They'd be like, what? You live in Baltimore? You might as well, end, you might, you might as well end this interview right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wrong. So wrong. Oh, that's just so wrong question for you so now that you're uh, so you're you're back and forth in the office or you're staying home more What's, i'm i'm, I'm in the office primarily i office have primarily. so i have a team that's out and so i want to be here for my team part of us are at home and then the other part is out has to be the ones that clean downtown okay okay all right now i gotta i gotta this is somewhat of a tough question here okay okay um not really not really uh given the racial climate we're in today Okay. We are sadly still finding the need to have the discussion of equality in 2020. Yeah. In your career, have you or someone close to you had an experience with discrimination or inequality? And how would we do better collectively from your perspective? So absolutely, I have. Um, absolutely, I know people who, who have experienced it as well. And, and the sad part about where we are and, and I think that's what this moment that we're in right now has shown is a lot of us are living in it and have experienced and don't even recognize, recognize it because it. it's natural to us. Right. 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 We just, it's, it's the way it is. It's been accepted. Um, what I'm excited about with this time and how people are engaging and responding every call that I'm on and have been on probably for the past week, you have people of all colors, shapes, sizes, ages, mm -hmm trying to figure out how they engage in the cause and not just, you know, put up a fist. I want to go and take a picture, you know, where it says Black Lives Matter, but but really tangible solutions around, okay, how do I change my practices? How do I integrate better hiring? What do we do about offering free education? How do we remove taxes? Like it's, it's thoughtful conversations because you think of all of the years and impact mm 
of what has happened to us as a people, it's very hard to even say, how do you rectify that? Right. And it's going to, it's going to be one of those things that's going to take everybody and it's going to take every type of step or idea and intentional thought that people can think about doing. Yeah. I I mean, I agree. I think, um, you know, the other day I watched Boys in the Hood. Uh oh. And bear with me, right? The fact that Boys in the Hood, which was some 25 years ago, there was literally a scene and it talked about, you know, it's police brutality and folks abusing a badge. That's 25 years ago. Okay. Now you think about again even further, um, you know, before you and I were born, you know, some of the things that happened, right? So burning, buildings burning. Um, you know, black men still dying. So this yeah. really is is not nothing new. It's no. nothing new. It's uh, you know, it's just it's terrible. But I think I would like to see some actionable items again. Yeah. You know, just the whole protesting that's good. Um, but I would like to see some actionable items, and I see some things, but there's still unfortunately a lot a lot more to to do. I I, I do think, Rich, I agree with you. I think that this time is going to be different than some of the others. If you think about how this response has been across the, in, in the world, world, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, and people responding in ways it's not you. It's not just you know slide them some money over here and turn the page. People are losing their jobs at record numbers for continuing the same behavior. People are opening up, you know, purses unlike they ever have before. And people are really trying to figure it out. And so I think this will be one of those pivotal pivotal moments in history where you will see change. I think you, I mean, and you think about it, my children are literally of the movement they're like we are going to an hbcu hands down no doubt about it you know it's just the shift in some of the things morgan state university you see has a d1 football athlete athlete coming there now that i mean those things weren't happening and it's just that whole shift and tie that's turning yeah that 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 is true now are are you a reader well are you a reader do you like to read i couldn't Uh hear the can you hear me now? Yep. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, don't try to give me no Teddy Riley moment. Don't. Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I recently became a reader as a result of just having different authors on the show. Yep. And one, we got some phenomenal, actually, all of my authors have been women. Um, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and they've, they've had some amazing, amazing books. Um, you know, Heidi, uh, Gigi Renee, um, I, the list goes on and on. Um, I love it. I love, I love reading. I love reading. I, I, um, read different. It is some, some things are going to be technical. Some things are sort of that life changing. Some focus on business. Uh, A lot of the things that I tend to focus on revolve around, um, entrepreneurship. I think that's just somewhat how I think, um, in terms of it, I just spoke to some kids about one of the last things that I read um, which I had read before, but had to reread, which was this book. I'm sure you read it a, a while ago, but it, it's called The E-Myth Revisited. It's by this author, Michael Gerber. And the essence of that okay. book is around, um, you know, you you work in these jobs and it's really about understanding if you want to be in business. But if you want to be in business, it's being in the business. Right. And so they give uh, an example of a pie maker, right, who loves making pies. And so she says, well, I'm going to go into the pie making business. But she really doesn't want the business of it. She just wants to make pie. 
which is very okay. different, right? Right, right, right. And so it takes you through a number of steps to help you figure out what you need to be. And it also helps you while you are on the journey, like I talked about getting to this journey, it's pulling out those nuggets from each experience that you could then apply to those areas that you, you know, you really need for the growth of where you want to be. Oh, oh, nice. How do you balance everything now, right? So you're, new, you're the president of Downtown mm -hmm. Partnership of Baltimore, and you still run now. Pronounce, pronounce your entertainment company. So gray, yeah, gray. It's like the color gray, Bo. Gray, Bo. Gray, Bo. Oh, if you haven't heard, so you know Sanjay. I tear yeah. up names, okay? Okay, if, no, if I, I love Sanjay. That's so funny. Right, I tear up names, and, and I, she's not the only one. I tear up some names, but it's all in love. No, no, no. And it, it is no, is no. And, and I see where you're going with it because balance is like, what is that? Right. 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 It's family. It's, you know, all of the things that come into play um, for me right now. Sleep is overrated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I am probably um, I don't know how many hours I sleep, but I wake up every day like clockwork at 5 a.m. Hmm. Um, and if I sit still for too long, I will fall asleep. So it's, you know, it's kind of going at that pace. But in terms of the balance piece of it, I have an amazing team mm -hmm. that really helps um, do that. I have an amazing family. Like, I mean, the support system is what allows me to do what I need to do. And I started even from my days of Hewlett Packard. It's two things that that I do. Um, one is and this, these are some of those nuggets I think around people. One of them is. I pick a time period and within that time period, I have to get a hundred no's, right? So that means I could say I need a hundred no's in a month or a hundred no's in a week or two weeks, but that means I'm asking more, right? For things, okay. no matter what it is. When I was selling, I needed to ask enough to get the sales. If it's with my team, it helps me with delegation. All of these things, it just really helps expand the ability to, you know, increase what I'm able to do. So that's one thing that I do a hundred no's. And the other thing that that's been very helpful is I know that I can only do five major things in a day. And so I have to keep those things at the forefront and I try to focus on those things until, and, and not add to that list until I get those five things done. It really helps with the, you know, with the balance piece. And the other thing is things have to be timed and programmed. And so you know, I have to be intentional about making time for the things that are important. Right. I think um, you said something very profound to me there. The five major things, because I'm a list writer also, um, mm -hmm. given my, my busy schedule, and uh, which I think about it now, I got to call my brother back. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you, and you, um, if you don't write it down, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. So, it but I, my, list, my list is too, too long. You, you I, right. And you won't get through you it's too many things yeah. it's way too many things and so i've had to prioritize and one of the things that's been helpful is is allowing people to know that before i would say all right i'll get to that i'll get to that i'll get to that and then the credibility of my responses shot because i didn't follow up you know i didn't do what i was supposed to do and so you know those five things these are the things that i will not go to sleep until they're done, they're done. okay well, you uh, again, living a rich life is about inspiring others. Hopefully, someone was inspired. I know I am because I'm gonna shorten my list. Shorten the list. <laughs> shorten the list. I I I got that. I'm gonna shorten the list. Tell us something really cool or funny um, that we don't know about you. Tell us something really cool or funny. 
cool or funny. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I'm like an open book. I feel like yeah. everybody knows. So things that I like, I wonder that people may not know. I don't know if you know, not cool, not funny like that. But did you know I play golf? You know, I'm a golfer. Oh, I did not know that. So I, I love golf. I had to learn to play when I worked for Hewlett Packard. They made us, you know, mm. as a part of the sales team, do that. I'm not, I used to be good. Um, but uh-huh. now with working hard, not so good. Um, so I think that's golf. that's one of the things people may not know. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I don't play golf for several reasons. It's uh, <laughs> one, it's an expensive hobby. It is, an and, and I, I just start having money, so uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not not there. And then it just doesn't seem too exciting unless you. No, get, like, you haven't you money. haven't done it right then. Yeah, you have not. I'm telling you, it's it's business people that I know who recently started and literally they are so hooked. It's just one of those things you have to have time for. Money is a part too, but mm-hmm. you, it's, it's a, one of those games that you have consistency is key. So you have to be out there. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I just don't see that happening with me. I, I, I just don't. So how about Baltimore city? So Maryland's opening up slowly. Yep. Folks, because again, I got to say, downtown Baltimore has been a ghost town during this during right. this process, right? Yeah. Um, as things are starting to open up slowly but surely, I think things are opening up. I've seen in Fells Point. Um, I think some more places are opening up this weekend. Um, Hopefully, what's right? <laughs> what we have to make the announcement. Right, right, exactly. What is the time frame after things? launch do you, do you have a, a vision as to what that looks like it's, um, it's, it's actually going to be i think a pretty slow process we're working with not only the restaurants but even the museums and attractions and there are some who if the mayor says this weekend go are ready to go but there are more who you know are are delayed i think people want to make sure that they get it right and they do it safe along the way that they have the right protocols that they're able to get their team members back. Um, in some instances, people are making more now getting unemployment than they were in those jobs, depending on where they were. And so, you know, you got to encourage all of that and get all of, you know, get people to come out and do that. I think that's one part of what happens. The other part is just the revitalization of the economy overall. Right. And so for so long, people have been, you know, kind of living off of savings or doing some things so that all of that disposable income that normally helps churn, you know, the economy, people have to build that back up. And so we have that. Plus, you know, the medical community is talking about there may be a resurgence of this, you know, when flu season comes back and some other things. And so, you know, it sort of ebbs and flows of where we are. I would imagine there'll be some, you know, uptick within the next couple months, some but, you know, this this is going to be, you know, years or so with us really getting back. Gotcha. So you, you mentioned the, the flu. I'm going to take it a different way. Uh-oh. Football. Yeah. You're a Ravens fan. I yes. am. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I, so I am. I'm from Baltimore, so you have to be a Ravens fan. Okay. Um, I, but I stand with Cap, right? And so... I have, you know, I'm one of those ones who stopped watching when Cap was out. I had to go with Cap, roll with Cap. Although I heard today that he's getting looks. Is it the Chargers? The San Diego Chargers? That he's going to do something, so. Yeah, I got to tell you, um, 
the fact that, you know, which is a beautiful thing because, you know, that the whole concept of what he was saying, you, you see this, right? I mean, right. it's almost like having that superpower of looking yep, into the future. It is. Right? It is. Who would have thought? And at the same time, um, you know, again, because my team, they do research on stuff for weeks to come. And we discovered that there was a woman, an officer, that mm-hmm. um, stopped the police officer in 2006 because um, he was in a, had a man in a chokehold. Wow. Um, and that man is a, alive. However, the woman oh, lost her was job. Oh, was she fired? I do. She I remember fired. that. Right, right, right. She was fired. And um, so now they're, they're being, you know, yep. looking back at I that. Because, yep. I mean, at the end of the day, we are all people, right? We are, we are yep. all Richard froze. Can you hear me? So it froze on your end. So I think that means I can talk about whatever I'd like to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, you can. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see him frozen as well? I do. Okay. Oh, goodness. Oh, please. So, so let me, now I can pose him some questions. No, I can talk about So let me say, Shalanda, so tell me, you're from Baltimore. What is your favorite food? Well, I'm glad you at no <laughs> some of that stuff, but but it's funny because one of the things that I know people often ask, you know, when you're from Boston, oh, he's totally gone. Yeah, he's probably coming back in now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that people end up asking is is about you know my favorite food, and I thought that's where he was going with the foodie question about favorite food and you know from Baltimore you have to love crabs right that is Mm -hmm. is, is like a given (laughs) and it's funny because I remember even when my children were like two years old you know we would give them some uh, you know you start picking the meat for them when they're young but once you get over two like you're on your own (laughs) you need to learn how to pick your own crabs and so that is absolutely like one of my favorite favorite Mm -hmm. favorite things and I can eat it any kind of way I like crab pretzel just crab, oh. crab cake, you know, you do it any kind of way. And so Please I think my mouth is watering. <laughs> in there. So I don't know. Is he going to come back? I think or should I just continue on out. with my yeah. interview? <laughs> <laughs> and my mic just fell off. So you probably need to hear me. Okay, here I am. My mic fell off. <laughs> okay. Everything's going wrong over here. I think oh, he's no. Coming. That, but that's what technology <laughs> does. That, yeah, being web based, that's how it happens. Right, they understand it. It's it's happening. Yeah, I think I everybody knows that. Oh, I'm Moni. You don't know me, but I'm Moni, the um, the owner of the you? station. How are you? <laughs> good, good. I, I didn't see a, a um, picture of you. Oh but... yeah, <laughs> I'm in the background, just listening. <laughs> I hear you. So I don't know. I saw he was. It started flickering for a while. I don't know if you could see his light going now. back and forth for a while. Where are you, Rich? So do you want me to just keep saying stuff or should we wait? You can keep going. You got some um, more to say? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to just pose some other questions of me. So tell me about, no. I know it was funny. I just spoke with some students and it was so interesting when you talk about here and I know Rich said we wanted to to do some things where you end up getting lessons and one of the things that happened in my lifetime that 
It's one of those things that you wish you could take back, Mm -hmm. but you're also glad that you didn't because it imparted just sort of different kinds of lessons with it was um, when I was at Morgan, um, I, I used to hate before I went to Morgan, I used to hate history. I just thought that was, you know, my, I couldn't remember all of the facts and it was all of this stuff. And I got to Morgan and there was this professor, um, his name was Dr. Hudson. Mm -hmm. And he was the best history teacher in the whole wide world. And he brought history to life for me. And, and, and I just, I, I mean, I was so good at it that he allowed me to keep the grade book for the rest of the class. And I would, go in and, you know, every day he would, you know, we would take tests and, you know, I'd get a hundred or something. And I mean, cause I just loved this class and put everybody great in it. And then we got to the end of the year and it was time for us to do our finals. And he, you know, and, and when we took tests, then you would have a clean book that you wrote the test answers in. So you brought that book to class and we got in there for the final. And I remember somebody telling me, oh, did you know that such and such was going to be on the test that I hadn't studied for? And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know that was going to be on the test. And she's like, girl, just write it in your book. You know, he never checked the book because he never checked the booklet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, what harm would that do? You know, and I wrote it. I had a pencil and I wrote it really light with the pencil. Um, just a couple notes that would help me understand what was happening. And I wrote it. And this was the very day that Dr. Hudson came into class. And he's like, and, you know, so now I'm going to check the textbooks. And before the test starts, he starts looking in to see if anybody has written the book. Lo and behold, he comes over to my book. And and the stuff was so faint in the book that he couldn't directly see it. But he had he took glasses from this other girl, put them on. And he looks at my book and he looks at me. He looks at my book and he looks at me. And it was about six other people in the class. And he said, all of y'all disappoint me. Get out. Wow. At that moment, like my heart sank because at Morgan, you know, cheating is grounds for expulsion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I'm like, I really didn't cheat. I just it was a couple words. It was, you know, all of these things that would allow me to do this. I'm just going on with the interview. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm in the middle of the story. I'm almost done. (laughs) And so he ends up, you know, and so, you know, I cheated at that point in time. And so he's like, get out of my class. But remember, I had the grade book for everybody's grades. And so I go out, I'm crying. I go to my room and I'm like, I'm going to show him. Not only won't he have my grade, but nobody is going to get a grade at that point. And that's how I'm feeling because I'm so angry. I'm disappointed. I'm hurt, but it's my fault. I did it. And so, you know, after I get myself together, after a couple of days, I go back to his classroom and I go to slide the book under his door because, you know, I'm embarrassed, right? And he opens the door as I'm sliding it under and I look at him and he said, do you have something that you want to say? And I said, you know, I said, I'm sorry. And he said, what do you think I should do? And I said, I think that you should give me a C. And he like bust out laughing and he's like, you cheated. Like, why would I give you a C? And I said, Dr. Hudson, I said, I honestly earned an A. I really earned an A. You know, all of this, this is the first time I promise you I wrote these six words, it was light. I don't, I wasn't thinking right. I, you know, and I try to plead my case. And he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to the library and I want you to read this poem called The Debt by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. And I want you to write a paper on that and come back and bring that to me. And and then we'll talk about what your grade is. And I read it and I would encourage the listeners to read that poem, The Debt by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. It's very short, 
but the essence of that poem is about how one decision that you make one moment in time can impact the rest of your life. And it talks about, you know, that decision may not cost a lot, but the interest on that decision can impact a lifetime. So just think at that one moment, had I been expelled from Morgan, what the rest mm. of my life would have been like, because I decided to write six words mm. in the book. And so literally that was one of those sort of transformational moments in time. Thank so you. now that you're back. <laughs> <laughs> you are awesome. That's the see, that's what I'm talking about. So the, the debt, like debt, D-E-B-T? D-E-B-T by okay. Paul Lawrence Dunbar. I'm, I promise you, it will change your life. And each time you go through something, it's sort of evaluate because we all make mistakes. I continue to make mistakes. So I'm not going to say that I didn't. Right. But you really weigh all of that because the decisions you make can have such a lasting, one small moment in time, you know what I mean, impacts the rest of your life, good or bad. Okay. Right, right. Okay, well. Oh, I, I have to say, I appreciate you going because, you know, some folks, they're not able to just roll with things. So <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, I, I do want to thank you for joining. Um, it's, thank it's, you been for a long, it's been a long time and I've, we've been trying to connect and I'm trying to get you on the show. So I appreciate you taking the time. A um, few things. We're going to make sure I will uh, please make sure you get your get your mug. And I will definitely get you in contact with, um, you know, I have your team in contact with the necessary person because a nice, a nice photo would definitely be uh, be, be in order. Um, I, I just definitely. Thank that's you. what I needed to have my post. You know, what can we at least take? I should probably take a screenshot of what what I have right now, so that I could put some stuff up and say I was I was in the number. <laughs> Let me get my pose on. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice, nice. So I appreciate you, Shalanda. I see nothing but continued greatness. Thank you. Um, I'm excited. I, I, I hope folks that were listening and watching, matter of fact, I know folks that were listening and watching um, have been inspired. If nothing else, you continue to inspire me. I look forward to seeing you outside of this uh, quarantine situation. Absolutely. And We're gonna give you a reason to come downtown. I, I knew that's right. Absolutely do that. I thank you. And, and I don't believe anything is by accident. I know that we were planning to connect for a number of times. I think this was that moment and right. there'll be plenty of moments. So I want to make sure that we stay connected just um, with information sharing and access. I know every event, I always see you there from the monument lighting to, yes, you know, yes. everything else. So, yes, yes. so yeah. absolutely. So until then, Again, like I said, I'll, I'll stay connected. I got your, your teams, your contact information, all that good stuff. Um, I don't know if, you, I'll make sure you have my updated number. Okay. You have my, my updated number. So I'll, I'll make sure I'll share that with your team. Um, just Sounds to good. All right, so um, yeah. until then, any last words you wanna share with the folks watching and listening? I, I just, I wanna, I wanna thank you first um, for having me. I really appreciate it. I think I love the platform that you've created to uplift and share information. I think it's our responsibility to do that for each other and continue to share the moments. Um, for people who may be seeing and watching, I just, for me, um, it, it's it's this song um, that I love that's um, Mary, Mary, God and Me um, that happens in the song talks about, you know, what you see outside is not always the reality of what's happening. Like everybody else, you know, I've cried myself to sleep and been behind the, you know, on my knees praying and all of those other things, but don't give up. Right. right? I mean, cause 
what is for you is for you. I believe that. Um, I believe it with everything that's in me. Um, I'm willing to do what I can to help others. I don't believe in closing the door and getting there. If my foot is in the door, I'm going to hold it open so as many people as possible can run through. And if we all do that for everybody, it's going to be a better place. I agree. Well said. And we'll close on that note. I want to thank my first guest, Joy Pratcher, for joining. I want to thank Shalanda Stokes, uh, the new president of Downtown Baltimore. Uh, downtown partnership of Baltimore. You'll get, we'll get, I'm going to send you a mug too. <laughs> It'll have <laughs> I know that's right. Um, once again, this is living a rich life and our goal is to inspire and let folks know to live the rich life um, based on those six principles, good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals, achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy, being sure to give back as Shalom just mentioned. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next week, take care of each other. Stay safe. Stay safe. Good job. <laughs>